Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, we go to work at the Happy Home Paradise. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am joined, as I am always joined, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, how's it going? It's going great. Patrick, can I tell you a little story? Yeah, okay. So, probably about a year ago, Mm -hmm. my husband got one of those little uh, devices that you can use to, like, trim your nose hair or your ear hair. Okay. Like, and as separate from, like, a, a, a shaver attachment? Yes. Yeah, okay, exactly. Okay, all it's, right. like, it's like its own little, like, little shaver type I love thing. this, by the way. I'm glad you're telling me this story. <laughs> and I, I, w- he was, I was like, I will never yeah. use that. Yeah. Freaked me out. Wasn't, you know, like, gross. Like, ooh, no, that's disgusting. How had you been uh, dealing with your nose Just and with your like hair scissors before? Just okay, like, right, right. like, um, uh, uh, tweezers? Tweezers. Okay. You know, like, Tweezers? Tweezers. Tweezers? On your nose? In your nose? No, 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 okay, no, no. All right, all right, no, all right. No, no, no. <laughs> but if the need called for it, like, on my ear, like, my outer ear, yeah, yeah, yeah. then, you know, I'm t- taking tweezers to that baby. Right, that makes sense to me. Today, yeah. I broke down. I tried it. Yeah. I love it. I am upset. That I went a whole year mm-hmm. without using it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we resist progress when it is it's, shown to it's us. So true. Wow. What a <laughs> vibrant illustration of that truth. Um, I mean, Mark, do you remember? Jeez, oh, this was uh, a couple months ago now. Uh, that I cut my ear shaving. Do you remember this? I I do. I had too much I do. like hair on my ear, and I was shaving it with like a regular like on my face razor blade, uh, and I took like a a pretty healthy nick out of my ear. That I have never used a regular razor blade, and that is exactly the reason. Electric shaver all the way. Electric all the way. Yeah. Wow. No, I, I like I like uh, living a little dangerously. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> you have the scars to prove it. Um, speaking of living dangerously, my copy of Sonic Forces for the Nintendo Switch. Would you like to borrow it? You can certainly get on a list to do that. All you gotta do is email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com and give us a mailing address where we can send you. My copy of Sonic Forces, or possibly my copy of Untitled Goose Game in a Sonic Forces box. It, box. it still is at least like partially part of the Sonic Forces borrowing program. Um, get on the list, get a copy, play it for as long as you want, send it back. It costs you nothing. Another thing you can do is you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. We appreciate it so much. Uh, one of the joys of doing this show is being able to interact with listeners. And that's one way that you can interact with us of a sort. Uh, if you leave us a five-star review on the U.S. Apple Podcast Store, we'll mm-hmm. give you a shout-out because that is where we check. But if you share the show or give us a review or anything that you can do anywhere else in the world, send us an email, hit us up on Twitter. We'd love to give you a shout-out for doing that. Yep. Um, we appreciate it when you do that. Uh, Mark, we've got a fun topic today, so let's just dig into it. Let's design some vacation homes for Nintendo weirdos. <laughs> Okay, so we are doing this, obviously, because uh, Animal Crossing 2.0 uh, 
uh, has come out along with the Happy Home Paradise uh, paid DLC, uh, which tasks you with designing vacation homes for either your uh, your neighbors or other animal characters. Um, in, in addition to some of like the NPCs, like you can make one for Isabel, you can make one for Tom Nook. Um, if you have uh, like the amiibos to summon them, uh, that you can do it. Uh, and they all like there there is it's a very like no fail state gameplay. Uh, loop right where you meet the animal they tell you what they like you design a home with the things they like and they're delighted and so that's that's what we're setting out to do today with one twist mark what's that twist it's with characters from the entire nintendo universe that's right we are not restricting ourselves to just animal crossing characters uh although we didn't say no animal crossing characters did we no i don't have any on my list i don't either okay (laughs) Um, so the, the, the format of this, we're going to try to sort of follow the same format of happy home paradise where, uh, you sit down and like interview the, the animal and they tell you what they want in like a very slug line, very like four or five words, simple kind of way, right? A quiet reading room, a vacation office space, a, uh, place to show off my bike. Right. Uh, so we're going to come up with that for each of these characters that we're going to go through. Uh, and then they also show you, they're like, I was thinking about these, and they show you three items. So those are like three must-haves in the house. Everything else is fair game. Um, so we got to come up with those three must-have items, and then we'll discuss uh, where we build that mm-hmm. house. Because, you know, it's, the, it's an archipelago with a lot of different islands. Some of them are snowy, some of them are deserty. You know, whatever. We'll pick a biome, uh, and then we will describe the outside of the house and how we would decorate the inside of the house. And the sky's the limit here. If uh, if uh, we know for sure, like, oh, yes, this item is in Animal Crossing and it would go great in their house, great. If it's just us making up a piece of furniture that makes sense for Bowser or whatever, then that's fine, too. Yes. The oh. rules are we will make them up as we go along. Yes. Other not, than the not ones the you rules. outlined. <laughs> yes. Okay. Very good. Very good. <laughs> um, and if we ever need to revise even the rules that I have already outlined. Which we won't. Which we won't, but we could. Uh-huh. <laughs> then we would just do them uh, live on the show. Okay. Um, so I have a list of 12 Nintendo weirdos. I love it. Um, and Mark, I know you have some weirdos as well. Uh, I Before we get into who they are and uh, designing their homes, how did you approach... Uh, these characters? Were you looking for like the the weirdest one? Like what? Did you have criteria in your head? No, not really. I wanted to cast a wide net. Yeah. So I tried to get weirdos from across the Nintendo universe. Yeah. Um, tr- trying to pull from like franchises, you know, different franchises as much as I could. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I similar uh s- similar take here. I was mostly going for um eccentric types. Yeah. I think. Everybody on my list is weird in their own mm-hmm. way. Not yes. everybody's, you know, like uh, ex- eccentric necessarily, okay. but everybody I think has a strong, would have strong opinions. Okay. All right. All right. I, I, I like it. I'm very excited for where we're about to go. Would you like to go first or should I? I would like you to go first. Okay. So uh, I'm going to get this uh, out of the way right up front. Uh, I could have done a whole list of characters just from Super Mario RPG, and I think it would have been a fun time. Uh, but he, my Super Mario RPG representation here is Boshi, who is a Yoshi, who is blue, 
and he's mean and he wears cool dark sunglasses and when you encounter him on Yoshi Island you have to race against him okay so he's cool he's mean he's into foot races let's figure out what kind of home he needs or vacation home i guess uh hi what his three key items are and uh what the rest of his his home looks like okay so he's mean he is mean. He and is he's like cool. He's well. He's wearing like cool sunglasses. Okay, yeah. uh-huh. in a very like 1995 kind of way. Right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe even 96. When did Super Mario RPG come out? I'm not gonna look it up. It's 95 or 96. <laughs> it's either the year before the Nintendo 64 or the year of the Nintendo 64. So, do you think that he needs? And maybe I'm leaning too far into my perceived bully, you know, likeness of him. Yeah. Do you think he needs, like, a home gym so he can work, you know, like, yeah. practice beating up twerps? Oh, okay. So, like, a, like, a, like, a, uh, like a boxing gym. I mean, almost. I think... I think he's not a boxer. No, but no, no, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, he's I th- a runner. I think there's probably a treadmill in there. But okay. I'm imagining, like, a, uh, a treadmill, but also, like, a punching bag. Okay. Okay. So, what he needs is a place to get ripped. Right? That's yeah. that's how we describe oh, for his, sure. a place to get ripped. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, so the three items that he needs uh in in the in the home, and then we can sort of build out from there. I like the uh is it called a a, a body bag? The, the the like the tall like Oh sure, uh, yeah. Boxing bag. That, I, like, I'm not gonna this I'm sure will come as a shock to everybody, but I don't know for sure. But I what it's called? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I I'm, know the little one is a speed bag. Uh huh. Right? I mean, it's probably not a body bag because that does that's... set times. <laughs> but I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. Remember that scene in Avengers where uh, Captain America is like uh, beating up one of those yes. uh, body bags uh-huh. and like it, he makes it fly all the way off, and he just like adds it to the pile of body bags. Uh-huh. He's been... They're probably not <laughs> called body bags. Uh, okay, but so one of those he definitely needs. It, I think it's called a heavy punching bag. Heavy punching bag. Okay. Um. So one heavy punching bag. Uh, I think you're right that he needs a treadmill. Yeah. Uh, and then I think something needs to uh, appeal to his coolness. Oh, for sure. So I don't know if that's like, uh, you know, a little like turn, like reflective rack for like sunglasses. Right. Like you so would we can find show it. them off. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. That you would find it like Target or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I think those are his key items. Yes. And I think it, I, I actually, I think that's great that it is definitely a, like a, a, one of those mirrored spinning racks mm-hmm. for sunglasses. And I think it is important that it's mirrored because I get the feeling Boshi's a little vain. He's definitely vain. I mean, in the world of Super Mario RPG, the rest of the Yoshis are very um, like Super Mario world y. Like they are very much more on the animal side. Everyone wears shoes, of course, because they all wear shoes. Um, but he wears sunglasses. He's the only one doing that. Yeah. So yeah, he's there's vanity. Thy name is Boshi. <laughs> um, I think the environment outside his house has got to be kind of like tropical, mm-hmm. um, to reflect the sort of like Yoshi Island. Yeah, sort of thing. I, I'm kind of imagining that it's almost like a Tony Stark type, like Malibu. Oh, okay, type all right. Thing. Yeah, I like that. I because I you know I I think Boshi would probably be like a tech bro. Yeah, he's into NFTs. Oh no, he is a Boshi NFT. I hate it. 
Um, yeah, no, this is good. Uh, his house has to be then, uh, just to describe his house a little bit, uh, gotta be huge. Yeah. Actually, I, th- I think you're right in just like the Tony Stark, Malibu. Lots of glass. Mansion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're nailing it. All right. That's great. We, we did Boshi's house. Okay. Uh, my first Nintendo weirdo is Professor Elvin Gad, also known as E. Gad, Professor E. Gad. Um, from the yeah. Luigi's Mansion series. You'll be happy to know that Professor Egad is on my list Ooh, as well. Oh, that does make me happy. Um, an eccentric for sure. Yeah. Um, a, a eccentric almost primarily above any other quality. Oh, sure. Like, he smells bad, you know, but he's, he's just but too... he's brilliant. He's, he's, he's brilliant. brilliant. He's too busy yeah. to clean himself. Um, okay. So, what sort of space is he looking for in a vacation home? What does he need see that's the question is like okay for because he has labs everywhere right so Mm -hmm. is he is his vacation home a respite from work sure like is he or is it a place for him to like continue to tinker but in a different environment do you know what i mean it's like is he trying to get away from it all or focus on like a different aspect of his work because like he is an inventor right right he invents all these machines uh, but he is also like into the paranormal. So maybe well, on vacation, he's just like tapping into the ghost side of it. So he needs a haunted house. He needs either a haunted house or like a, a seance getaway or something like that. Yes, I think that's right. It's not that he wants the house to be haunted, but he does want it to act as a gateway to the other side when needed. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he uh, needs a seance room. He needs a seance. Yes. He mm-hmm. needs a, a, a seance room. A space that's comfortable to commune with the dead. There we go. There we go. A space to commune with the dead. I think is is what <laughs> Professor Egad needs. Uh, so the three items that Egad needs. So I think two of these have to be like connecting to the other side related, and one still has to be tech. Of I think. Some kind. I think so too. And and not that he's like forsaking the tech. Right, I think um, right uh, when he's exploring the other side, but I do feel like he needs a b- nice, like, round table um, mm. in which to gather friends. You know, yes. for yeah. like uh, everybody can hold hands. Everybody mm. is it one of these tables that's like uh, like a hexagon, and then like you can f- kind of flip out the leaves to make it round? Yeah, no, I think it is for sure because I f- have the feeling that Egad is eating a few meals alone. Yeah. You know, yeah. but when company comes over when you're about to have that big seance at your right. vacation home, you need the extra, you know, you you need the extra table space. Right. He wants to be able to entertain and then turn that into by the way, we're going to connect with uh, spirits in hell. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Okay, so that's one is this like modular table uh, thing. Uh-huh. Um number 2, does he need a crystal ball? No, here's what he needs. He needs a big style, um, like gypsy, uh, mystic machine that you know what I mean. Like the the what is it? The Zoltar, oh, the name of it. Oh yes, a fortune telling machine. Yes, there like we go. Like in big, like in big. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I did approach that in the wrong order. <laughs> I was, I was, tr- I was running yeah, after you, Patrick. Yeah. I was really trying to keep up. I started that by saying a big style, which, what does that oh, mean? Oh, that makes total sense. Yeah. Now. In the style of the film Big. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now I understand. Um, but like a coin-operated amusement park attraction. Yes. That is like a mechanized fortune teller. I Yeah. And that's just um, for delight. 
Right? He doesn't actually use that to commune with the other side. Right. But uh, it's just a fun thing to have if you... Um, I mean, it's just a fun thing to it's have. It's just a fun thing to have. Yeah. Um, okay. And the third item... I do kind of feel like he needs... Um, I don't know if it's a... I feel like he needs a big Frankenstein table. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, like, like a like a medical table that he can like raise and lower. Exactly. It's okay. like a big wooden table has manacles on it. Yeah. And um so that way if he gets the itch, yeah, he could pursue reanimating dead corpses. And maybe that's what he's uh trying to get in touch with these spirits for, spirits that want to come back to the other side. Oh, sure. He cuz from the other side. Cuz he doesn't want some sort of situation where he's forcing a spirit into a body he doesn't want to be in. No. He's talking to these spirits. He's like, "Hey, I've got this body. Anybody right. interested? Any takers?" So maybe it's a side hustle for him, like it's a business. <laughs> <laughs> but where Yeah. How would they pay for it? Well, I mean, they would have to pay in like trade right that they would have to say like oh when you put me in this body i will do the following for you oh god like, i'll rob a bank or... oh i was thinking like answer the phone right sure Thank you so so he's got like a staff of frankensteins <laughs> is that what you're saying that would be so bad no it'd be pretty good it's good to have purpose it is good to have purpose those are three good things for <laughs> professor egad's uh seance room uh they are a round table a uh, Zoltar machine <laughs> and a uh, Dr. Frankenstein um, medical table. Mm-hmm. Um, where is this house? Where do we put it? What is the biome? I feel like it's, I mean, not to lean too hard into Frankenstein, but I think it needs to be like, you know, up in some craggy mountainside. Oh, you know I think it's I mean? definitely mountains. I'm going to say no rain. It's not raining. It's no. not like, it's not really stormy. No, but it's constantly overcast. It is constantly overcast. I just feel like Professor Egad, um, you know, he dabbles mm-hmm. in this sort of stuff, but it's not his life. And so I think that um, we should, the biome can c- kind of capture that, little sunnier disposition but okay yeah sure well and also just the like the marioification of horror which is what luigi's mansion is right like right yeah it is it is both supernatural and scary but also very cute oh yeah imagine everything we're describing it's the cutest frankenstein table yes yeah those manacles are adorable um this is great i think he will love this seance room mark should we move on to the next character on, on the list um Mark, this is one where I was like, is is Mark going to also have this person on his list? Gotta go with Stanley the Bugman, baby. Oh, that's so good. Not on my list, but a very good pick. Stanley, of course, the protagonist of Donkey Kong 3, Donkey Kong 3, and Greenhouse, uh, the Game & Watch game. The last two are Game & Watch games. The first one, the first uh, Donkey Kong 3 was an uh, arcade game. Um, he is a, an exterminator. Uh, who spends a lot of time in greenhouses fighting monkeys. Yeah, seemingly called in for tough jobs. Very tough jobs. Uh, in when, when his games are revisited in collections, he's replaced by either Mario or Yoshi. Oof. Uh, really bad Stanley erasure. Um, so what sort of home does he want for himself? I feel like... Vacation home. Yeah, so my, my pitch is that I think what Stanley craves more than anything in Vacation Home is just, like, really, is, like, comfort. Yes. He want, you know, he wants, like, uh, 
like old fashioned, almost maybe like log cabin, yeah, like comfort. Because I think his day job is very stressful. I think and so he really too. wants to get away from it all. So I think he does want to get away from all of it, but I think he also needs to be around plants. Like I think he values them too much to not have them be part of his mm-hmm. uh, vacation for sure. And so maybe that's just like part of you know where the place is placed is that like there has to be a garden outside. He's probably growing his own food there. Yeah, like so it may be like a uh, like a, a nature escape. Yeah, Maybe that's his... kind of what I'm imagining. Okay, so that's what that's what we'll call it. Yeah. Stanley's nature escape. Okay, so we need three items that must appear in Stanley's nature escape. I think he's got. Check me on this because okay. it might it might be wrong, but I think he's got like a deer or moose head mounted on the wall. Oh, for sure. Okay, I, I don't think he sh- like killed right the no, deer. Or moose. No, he bought it at like the uh, the. Uh, you know, the five and dime. He just thinks it's neat. <laughs> he thinks it's neat. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, yeah, I think that's great. Moosehead. Uh-huh. Okay. I also think that he has an ab- above ground pool. That's incredible. In the house or does he put it outside? <laughs> I mean, it's Animal Crossing rules. So right, like, right. We c- it could go either it place. It could go either place. I'm... Above ground pool. I think it's... I think it, I mean, I think it's probably outside. I'm okay. not going right. to go too crazy. Right. I think Stanley's a practical person. Right. I think he's going to say, I want this above ground pool, mm-hmm. um, but I want it outside. Um, and I think maybe the last part, it's like a nice, big kitchen. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. With like a, a stovetop with like you know, eight burners or something like that. Yeah. Two of them like together. So we can do like pancakes in the morning and like griddle style. Um, I think because again, there's going to be a garden outside. He's making, he's growing a lot of his own vegetables. Cause I'm guessing that Stanley, like in his life, yeah, he's growing these organically. Like he's using organic yeah, so. like pest control so. methods. Mm-hmm. Like he's not gassing the place up. Right. I mean, he is using a gas, but it is derived from natural, Right. Because it's in his little, like, spray thing. Right. It's got to be, right. I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Uh, and then what sort of environment uh, is this in? I mean, I'm sort of picturing, like, just a sort of classic Animal Crossing, like, green field, right? Oh, or yeah. Or is he in the woods? I was kind of imagining, like, Lake Tahoe, like, you know, like, house oh, by the lake right. type okay. thing. Yeah. I mean, Almost I'm... like in, like, uh, you know, um, uh, a spy thriller when... They mm. get out of the mm-hmm. game and they reinvent their life. Right. You know, they're in some, yes. like, small town, lake town, ta- you know, like, touristy town where yep. Yep. he's just known as, you know, Stan. And he... Oh, man. He likes That's to have great. people and over. And he's a little bit outside of town. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I, imagining I like his life like... Uh, um, uh, he's, in and- he's in <laughs> he's Maine. He's in Maine. He's in Maine. Oh, oh my yes. God. There we go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and he's like a little bit off the beaten path, uh-huh. there, like uh, tall, like uh, pine trees and stuff. Yep. Yeah, this is perfect. He does not go in the winter. No, no, no. He stays. He stays in New Donk City for the winter. He's busy. <laughs> he's busy. Yeah, that's in right. winter. That that's his busy season. Yep. Because everyone's closing windows and uh, plants get bugs and stuff. <laughs> that's that's what happens. Um. All right. Very good. We have now designed Stanley the Bugman's uh, nature getaway. What did I call it? Retreat. Nature retreat. There we go. My next pick is Cranky Kong. Ooh. Cranky Kong. So here's 
we see Cranky Kong in the jungle a lot. Yeah. Right? And we have to sort of assume that that is his everyday life. I think, right? I think so. That's not his vacation. No. What if his vacation is like a swanky apartment in New Donk City? Oh, yes. He, he, he lives and works in the jungle. Uh-huh. And he parties in the city. <laughs> He's got a cool condo. He has a really cool like penthouse condo. Yeah. There we go. So he can, you know, remember the days when he used to like raise hell in, uh-huh. in the city. Yep, exactly. Um, okay, so what? So this is uh, a like city bachelor. It, pad? Yeah, it's like cranky swanky bachelor pad. I mean, swanky is the name of another ape, <laughs> <laughs> and that has cranky frustrated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're right. So is cranky swanky uh, city bachelor pad. Yeah. What three items are an absolute must-have in uh in 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 this home? I I think for sure, and maybe this doesn't count as an item, but I think that there's a like framed newspaper clipping of you know like counts one hundred percent. You know when donkey like uh when he was the Donkey Kong right, and when he was really causing a ruckus. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the same event that is celebrated in the uh the celebration in Super Mario Odyssey um that he has the newspaper from the next day. Yeah. Uh and like his picture is like front and center on it and it's like carnage or something, you know, that the headline is like alarmist and he's yes. like that's me. That yeah, that's kind of like his like glory days. Yeah. Uh perfect. That is a perfect one. I think a modern and or like me- he needs a uh, Marty Crane style uh, beat up Lazy Boy chair oh, recliner yeah. that like is just his and it's comfortable. Um, and he can't have it in the jungle because it's too it's too moist uh-huh. in the jungle. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's it's it, it just won't work. Um, so he keeps it in the city. Yeah, absolutely. And the third item, a pool table. Pool table is good, or like a dartboard, like some sort oh, of yeah. some sort of thing where he's taking the like going out the bar experience uh-huh. and bringing it home a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because look, as much as he wants to like relive those uh, swinging bachelor uh, living in the city days, uh, he's getting up there. Yeah, you know uh, the no one's going home with cranky, right? So I think I think pool table is probably the the way to go on that one. Um, okay, so where it's located. The city, mm-hmm. a totally unanimal crossing thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think we just have to move on to, <laughs> to the next character. Mark, that's such a good one. Okay. Mark, you and I have both been playing The Legend of Zelda, The Skyward Sword. I am picking a character from Skyward Sword. It is Batro, the demon who wishes he was human. So good. Um, he, uh, yeah, he wishes he was human. He befriends a child. He lives under uh, a graveyard. He's very like, uh, he does look like a monster, but in a very like where the wild things are sort of mm-hmm. way, like very cute, very yes. like yes, fun. Um, but there is still something like malicious and like evil about his energy. Uh, because he at night on Skyloft, monsters are present, uh-huh. and that is because of his radiant <laughs> evil. When he when you give him all the gratitude crystals and he turns back into a human, the monsters stop coming. So like. He may be trying to be good, yeah, but he is just so there's so much just evil inherent in what he is and who he is that like that he's never going to be able to escape that. Yeah. So, what is his vacation home? 
this one might be just like straight down the middle for me that like he just wants to go and have the most like human fun. Like I think it's a beach vacation getaway. Oh, uh-huh. Like I think I think we're talking about Batro's surf shack. Like I think he's just going to like drink coronas and like oh, eat yeah. fresh I think crab. And- so I think you're totally right. I it's basically like I don't even think he owns it. I think it's like yes. a it's a timeshare Airbnb like vacation yes. rental yeah like timeshare mm-hmm. so it has you know like the uh, um it has like art on the wall that has like wood frames like distressed wood frames yep. with uh you know like hand lettered signs that say like live laugh beach and yeah, that that's sort right. of thing that life's a beach uh-huh. this, this sort of thing yes. there's definitely a uh, a surfboard with the name of a local taco stand spray painted on 100%. it 100% okay. all right yeah. great yep. I'm, I'm glad we understand and it. like uh, uh like driftwood that oh, yes. has been like painted has the word faith on it <laughs> okay who who else uh owns this place do we do we have a a beat on that is it another nintendo character or is it just like someone else who likes beach vacations i think it's regular human. I, I think it's uh two women who met each other who met like they met they uh have families both their families like took a vacation to this beach yeah and they be like met at they the, became vacation friends yes they became oh vacation God. friends and then they were like we love this beach right. after a few years they're like we love this beach so much where we should get a vacation house and our families can vacation here and then we'll rent it out when we're not here and so they were checking out properties and uh they were like the only one that we really like is one that we can't afford just the two of us and then betro was like <laughs> if you need a third and they're right like, okay they're like all right I, I mean, I can sense the radiant evil coming <laughs> off of him, but, but like, like we we don't have to be here when he's here. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What three items are necessary uh, for uh, Batro's Surf Shack or or be- beach getaway? Yeah, I am think I, it's probably I, like a beach. I, yeah. I I have a hard time imagining. Well, here 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 is what I think it is. I think it is Batro's beach like Surf Shack, but it's meant in like a fun. You know, like, oh, oh yeah. if you were searching on Airbnb, that's what it would say. Because he's never been surfing in no, his life. No, no, no. He's never going surfing. No, never. But he owns a wetsuit. He does. Because maybe someday he'll finally take those lessons. Right. And he's signed up for the lessons before, but ghosted on them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I definitely think that there are a pair of roller skates in this beach house. I agree with that 100%. I also think there are one of those ceiling fans with, like, the really wide, like, leaf-shaped blades. Oh, for sure. Uh, th- those are in there. For sure. Uh, okay, so roller skates, uh, a big ceiling fan. I also think that there's a big binder that is full of um, like uh, plastic sleeves. Yeah, and so it has like a note from Batro to the to the renters. Yeah. where he's written it, where he's like, "Hey, I'm Batro. You know, like, thank you for renting my vacation house. Sorry if there's lingering radiant evil. Right. You right. know, like sometimes that happens. If it gets out of control." You know, like, here's the number for the property manager, and they can get in touch with me if it's something, like, too bad. Right. And then he also gives you tips on how to, like, earn gratitude crystals and make the Radiant Evil sort of disperse. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's, there's like, a binder that's, like, the rules of the house. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a like, fan and uh, a pair of roller skates. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, this one is by the beach. It's, like, on the beach, right? Yeah. It's, like, the, um, it's those a little good property. Be- it's a great property, yeah. but it's, like, those beach communities where mm-hmm. all the houses are just, like, on very small lots so they're really tall yes yeah like manhattan beach yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. um that's perfect that i think that is a, a perfect place for for batro up next is wart 
Wart, the nightmare king of dreamland. Uh, big old frog. Big old frog. Um, okay, so where does he... Let me ask you this. This is a great existential question about Wart. Can he leave dreamland? I'm going to say yes. Ooh, no, actually. I was going to say yes. I'm like, oh, he's in Link's Awakening. But that's also a dream. Yeah. Okay. So he can only be in a dream. Yeah. Whether it is the dream of Mario or the dream of the windfish. So he's got a sort of Freddy Krueger-like ability <laughs> to dream hop around. Yeah, but in, in a fun way. <laughs> yeah, in like an Inception kind of way. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Um, so what kind of vacation does Wart... Here's the thing. I think that Wart is a, a king. He lives in a palace. I think even when he goes on vacation, it needs to also be opulent. I think so, too. Um, so I think it needs to be, and maybe even, like, it can be the kind of opulent that he wouldn't allow himself at home. Like, that it is, like, marble and pillars and, like, uh, you know, red uh, rug carpets uh, and, um, you know, just, like, giant uh, curtains and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It's super gaudy. Yes. It is very ostentatious. Yes. yes. So I don't know what I don't know what we call this though. Um like, what is this? Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of times royals they will give like um they'll like downplay mm-hmm. it in the name, you know, to not make it seem like so like oh it's just sure. my like little like vacation castle. I mean, I guess the the other possible pitch is uh it's a winery that he operates. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, those are the two possibilities for Ward. That's really, he's either living in an amazing castle Mm -hmm. or he's operating a winery. Well, because like a winery is also like a very like upscale, like richy rich kind of thing to do. Yeah. And like he can boost his own like station with people by being like, Yo, you must come over and sample the new Riesling. Uh, like, uh-huh. You must you come know. over and stomp some grapes with me. Sure. And Lucy's there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nicole Kidman playing Lucy is there. <laughs> okay. What if he is vacationing in Nicole Kidman's dreams <laughs> because <laughs> she was filming this Aaron Sorkin movie with uh-huh. Javier Bardem yep. about uh, the, the Ricardos? Yes. Okay. Oh, All my right. gosh. Yes. Okay, so it's like a it's like an Italian winery. <laughs> yes. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Um. Uh. So, what are the three? So, I uh, I don't. It's like a, a his his wine. Uh, a wine cave. His wine grotto. His wine. I mean, estate? I, I. Yes, I think it is. I think it's his wine estate. Okay. Um. And I I think one of the items that he has is probably this a really like ornate wood sign that was handcrafted Ooh, yes you know like um paid a lot of money to have somebody really like handcraft this giant wood sign that, that just says wart yes a wart, big <gasps> wart wines wart wines a big w yeah two big w's yes wart wines uh-huh they're like uh nestled in each other oh right? I, like the, yes yeah. oh yeah they're like they're hugging yes uh second item uh, one of those big glass wine decanters. One of those things where like people put, pour the wine through there as though it changes the flavor. <laughs> and I know, I guess, I think it does. But I mean, uh, come on. <laughs> oh, only, only the uh, people with actual refined palates and people who pretend to have refined palates will claim to know a difference. Uh-huh. 
So one of those uh, glass wine decanters. And then I think he has, he probably has like a really great set for serving cheese. Yeah. Like a nice cheese, a nice charcuterie board. Yeah. Yeah, yep. probably. With a bunch of like the different kinds of cheese knife. Uh-huh. Um, not the kinds that are like uh, two knives in one, but like here's one that's like serrated. Here's one that has like the two little like pokes on it. Here's one that's more like flat edge. Right. And probably che- cheese knives that you and I don't even know they exist. Yeah, absolutely. Right? They don't. They don't show these knives to people in our income level. We you know what can't I mean? buy them. No, it's not that we couldn't afford them, but they just won't show. Them <laughs> we to don't us. even know they exist. That's right. That's right. Um, okay, so his uh, his wine estate. Uh, I mean, it's got to exist in like you know the gently rolling. Um, I mean, it's perpetual autumn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Assuming that's when grapes are like sure good. I mean, in Nicole Kidman's dream, <laughs> sure. All right, this is good. Wart's Winery, uh, I think, is 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 perfect. Um, Mark, next up we have from Splatoon, Judd. Oh, the yes. cat, one yeah. of two mammals in the Splatoon universe. Um, not a lot of places he can vacation to. No. Honestly, um, there's kind of just this uh, Inkopolis city, and then like what's beyond that, we don't really know. Yeah, seemingly a lot of wasteland. Yeah, a lot, a lot of wasteland. So where does this big old kitty vacation? And what does Judd want for? You know yeah, what I, I mean? I don't know. Yeah, like he seems to be in a pretty like vaunted space in uh like inkling society. Yeah, because up to Splatoon 3, he was the only mammal that we mm-hmm. knew of, him and little Judd, right. that existed. Well, here here's the first question. Do Judd and Little Judd vacation together or is this a vacation from Little Judd? I think it's for sure a vacation from <laughs> Little Judd. Would you want to hang around your clone all the time? Do we know that it's a clone? We do know it's oh, a clone. Oh, okay. All right. Then no. <laughs> then no, I would not want to hang around my clone all the time. Okay. So is he immersing himself like in other people? I feel like he's got to get away. Like he's in the city. He's got to get out of the city. Yeah. I think he wants to get away. But do you think that what like what he's looking for is like a spa retreat? Yes. Like he's looking to be like yes. massaged. He's looking, mm-hmm. you know, to be pampered. He just wants... He, Judd... To me, seems like someone who enjoys being pampered because yes. he's used to being such a unique figure, right? And somewhere where he doesn't have to like call the shots, yeah, right, yep. Okay, so uh, w- I'm not sure what we call it yet, unless it's just like um, uh, Judd Spa, just Spa Retreat, maybe. Yeah, Spa Retreat is good. Um, so I think there needs to be uh, a a sauna, mm-hmm. right? There just needs to be a sauna. Um, so like the, I guess maybe represented in Animal Crossing by just like that thing with the rocks on it that heats up that you uh-huh. can like pour water on. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what you call that. Is is that just the sauna or is the sauna the name of the room? I I feel like that's one of those things we'll never know. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, okay, so that is one of the items that uh, needs to be in Judd's uh, sauna. I also feel like he he needs um like a uh and maybe it's like a Jetsons type machine that he can just like lay out on the table. And it's like giving a real good massage. Yeah, Jetson style. So it's like, uh, like hinged bars come out, and there are like gloves on the end. Uh huh. Exactly. Those <laughs> like white massages back. Yeah, yeah. like Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse style. Gloves. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and the third item that he needs, I was gonna say a big screen TV. Oh, that's good. I was gonna say like an isolation chamber where it's just like 
black Ooh. and he can just like go in there and yeah. it just pulsates sound and so he can just have a sound bath okay so it's it's like a sensory deprivation yes tank except it do- has like some sort of sound quality right. to it so it's yes so it's some sort of like sound therapy uh-huh. thing. Uh-huh. uh high and i think okay so now let's talk about where this is located because i feel like it almost doesn't matter where this is because when he goes on vacation, agree. he does not leave. No, this thing is like soundproof. Yeah. Like it could be next to the airport and yeah. homeboy's not hearing anything. Yeah, it's probably underground. Deep. Deep underground. Uh huh. Okay, so this is Judd's underground spa retreat. <laughs> Up next, I have Slippy Toad. Slippy Toad. From Star Fox. Mark, you gone frog crazy here. <laughs> Uh, okay, Slippy. He is. He spends a lot of time in space. He's upbeat. Mm-hmm. He's a mechanic. He likes uh, tinkering. I with feel things. like his his vacation home is kind of like Dave and Buster's. Like he, whoa, did, he like he, yeah, he, he craves that sort of like, hey, come to my place. We're gonna have fun. Like yeah, yeah, uh, you yeah. Know, like uh, it's like blank check would be his dream. Oh my gosh, or like uh, the Richie Rich movie. Yes, from, yeah. Like, like he wants 90s, to live in yeah. a family fun center. He wants to live in a Boomers. Oh my, th- yes. Okay, so it is uh, Slippy's obnoxious arcade. <laughs> Right, hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like one of the things it's got to have in there is like a laser tag maze. Yeah, got to have a laser tag maze. He's got to have an animatronic band. Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. Can I just be specifically yeah. Yeah. when I'm thinking laser tag maze? Uh, growing up at the ice rink, there was a Stargate themed laser tag maze. So like before it started, fun. yeah, there was like a st- like a Stargate, and they had like fog that would shoot out of it, yeah. and everybody walked through it to get into the arena. So I. In my mind, Slippy has a Stargate-themed <laughs> laser tag yeah. maze in his house. Yeah, I I, I love that. Okay. Um, so that that's perfect. Uh, the the animatronic band. Oh, so good. Um, yeah. And then, do you think? Hmm. And is this a step too far? That the animatronic band are the other members of Star Fox or the, the members of Star Wolf? Oh, yes, because he like he's always inviting them to come over, and, and they never will. Like, no, they never will. But he, but it doesn't phase him. No, he's just like, oh, I'm, he's still having fun, and all of his friends are Look, still there. Slippy's got the high score on every arcade machine yeah, that's in there. He's living the life. What's the third item? And I feel like it can't be just another like arcade thing. Like maybe it's a. Uh, you know those like uh they're not portable but they're small like metal pizza ovens that you put like a frozen pizza in oh you know what my yes or i actually i don't know what you're talking about okay but i like where this is going yeah my friend has one of these things that you could like buy from tv and it's like um i love this it's a it's like like a heat lamp Uh uh-huh and the the bottom tray rotates and it cooks pizza that way Oh. So you like put maybe like basically a frozen pizza on there, and then this heat lamp as it's rotating, so yeah. like cook it like, like it would a, a, a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, or something. yeah. Okay, that th- so that's it's one of these two things, or it's that like that pizza oven where the pizza goes on a conveyor belt. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's definitely pizza related. I think it is. Um, like the conveyor belt. It's it's definitely pizza related, but it is not like a wood fired pizza of like that. Is, that no, no, is no, not. That's Slippy way too classy. Is, no, 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 no. Too classy and too dangerous for Slippy. That's true. He can't handle an open. No. Flame. <laughs> uh, this is great. Where is it located? And is it a strip mall? Like, is I he on the is. second floor of a, a strip mall? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, great. And so it's just like uh, out on like not not like a, a highway, but like a main thoroughfare. Absolutely. In a city. And like uh, the landlords are like, Slippy, like th- we're not zoned for you living here. 
And the last place was a computer repair place, <laughs> and they got shut down by the feds. You can't live here. Um, that's great. Uh, Slippy's Obnoxious Arcade. Uh, next up, I have, and this may be a little bit of a curveball here for us, Viridi, the nature god from Kid Icarus Uprising. Oh, now, that's good. Uh, Viridi uh, starts off the game as uh, something of an antagonist because she is planting reset bombs to like undo all of humanity and just let like nature grow. Um, eventually, she joins up with you because you know aliens come in and all this, <laughs> all this uh, other stuff. Uh, and so she she does end up working together with you. But her like primary, her driving interest is always nature. I I feel like, and she she does seem someone who is driven. Yes. And so what I feel like she's looking for in a vacation home, kind of counter counterintuitively, is she's looking for like a space where she can run her um nature advocacy group. Oh, okay. Like, All right. She has her own kind of like you know like. So uh, is this another like urban setting one where she like has access to the people who are like. Doing the fundraising, doing yeah, the organizing, so. stuff that, like that. that. That's kind of that's kind of what I'm imagining. Okay. Yeah. Well, so maybe it's like a uh, a little bit more of like a suburban setting for mm-hmm. it, right? Like in the suburbs of a a larger city. So it's almost like her um, nature campaign headquarters. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, and I feel like it's in a battleground state, so it's in like Georgia or something. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Or <laughs> yes, perfect. It's in Georgia, um, a suburb of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing we don't have to name one because I wouldn't be able to. Uh, what? So okay. Uh, so what three items does she, she needs a whiteboard? Oh, she needs yes. a good whiteboard. Yeah, huge. Has to be big. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One that can like flip around is like on wheels because you never know where she's going to start like working on like how do we get lists of people we can call? Exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. She needs a paper shredder in case they get raided by the feds. Right, right. We're really anti-government on this episode, and I'm not really sure why, but I like it. Um, yeah, so she needs, like, an industrial paper shredder. Yeah. Um, which then, of course, she will use magic to, like, turn back into, like, wood pulp or something, right? For sure. Um, and then I do think she needs something, like, nature-y, like a, uh, like a bird bath or something I think it's like an that. indoor fountain. Yeah, that 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 works for me. Oh, or maybe it's like a really nice like fish tank. Oh, that's good, Mark. I like that. Like a wh- like a little wraparound yes. fish tank where it's on like two walls. Yeah, yeah. It's a saltwater fish tank. A guy has to come in to like service it. Yes. Yeah, that's perfect. And people are like, "Is that what my donation money's come going to?" And she's like, "No, no. no. I mean, that's also some of my money. I also donate to the right. Thing. Do yeah. I donate a little bit less because I have to maintain the fish? I mean, we have to allow people to live their lives. Exactly. Right? It's like she has, you know, like an A minus, B plus from you know those do- donors. Well, and she's worth it you know like she's raising the money yeah so like you gotta pay you gotta uh, spend money to make money (laughs) um and then finally where is this located i think it's on like a huge orchard yeah i know we were saying suburban so it's a little bit outside of the suburbs but Uh, no but i I think you're right though it's it's a a suburb where like they're allowed to have horses on their property yeah there we go yeah yeah and there are probably horses there too Uh uh-huh um yeah that that all makes sense um that is the uh, what do we call it? Campaign headquarters, nature, nature campaign headquarters uh-huh. for Veridi. Uh, my next pick is also kind of a curveball. Interesting that uh, it lined up that way. I have Dash Rendar from Shadows of the Empire. I'm counting wow. it only because yes. Nintendo is the publisher of the game on the Nintendo 64. Um, that's fair. I think. Look, if you ask me, there's only one place 
in the Star Wars universe, you should be vacationing, and it's on Naboo. Oh, yeah. Yes, Naboo Where else would you beautiful. go? Where else? Yeah. Makes even any... Because the rest of the planets, first of all, Naboo, multiple biomes. Incredible. One Second, of the few. Yeah, one of the few. And where else are you going to go? Hoth? Tatooine, Jakku, Dagobah. These places are nightmares. Yeah. Yep. Um, like just in no world would you want to go anywhere else but on Naboo. No. I, I completely agree. Naboo, oh my gosh, to be able to vacation on Naboo. Oh my gosh. That like that lakeside home that they go to oh, in yeah. uh, Attack of the Clones. Worst movie in the franchise. Best location. <laughs> um oh to to have a picnic. By those waterfalls with the big, like, butt animals. Yeah, those big, they're like ticks, but cows <laughs> at the same time. Um, so Dash Rendar, for uh, people not familiar, is, is a is a Han Solo equivalent. Yeah, that's so right. So just, like, think of this, the, the energy of Han Solo, and that's Dash Rendar. Um, and so, but he's got a beard and red hair. That's right. right? So he's not the same. <laughs> he's not the same. He's very different. He's a little bit different. A Doesn't have a Wookiee friend. Um, I'm, I feel like... Dash Rendar on Naboo would, I feel like he has like a cowboy, like gaucho thing yeah. going for yep. him. Yep. So I, I think, you know, um, his, uh, he'd be looking for like a ranch type area. Yeah. Yeah. His, his Naboo ranch. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. Um, the three items that Dash Rendar needs in his ranch are as follows. A gun. <laughs> He's got to have one. Well, a blaster, sure. He's got to have a blaster. He's got to have a blaster. Yeah. I, I I agree with that. Um, He's probably got like a speeder bike of some kind, right? Or like Definitely a, has an, a speeder bike. Like an elevated speeder bike because uh-huh. on Naboo, everything's a little bit fancier. And I know that this, uh, I mean, presumably, I guess we don't actually have a definitive answer to whether this exists in the Star Wars universe or not. But I'm going to guess no, but I still think we should include it. I think he has the collected works of Louis L'Amour. Um, wow. Famed. Yeah author yeah. of uh the west yeah i like that um and it's in like a, a fancy like collected yeah because like, i think yeah. he likes to just kick back read a good chick Baudry book yeah and i think he's also i know we've already hit three uh specifics but i think there's a pretty decent bar there too oh yeah so he can oh pour, yeah he can pour absolutely himself. and it's, it's never mean, from mixing drinks no it's no no from pouring like three fingers of scotch or exactly yeah. and I, I feel like you know he has reasonable taste in alcohol like he's not breaking the bank right or anything he's not trying to impress anybody no he's he not just likes he's not he stopping likes. by nicole kidman's dreamscape yeah to pick up exactly wines or anything. exactly right. yeah but pablo hidalgo like hit me up let me know if um louis lamour is if his books exist in the star wars i mean universe. why would they mark why wouldn't they? No, why would they? Oh, why oh would I they? see. Yeah. No, there was no Earth in fair. the Star Wars universe. It's fair. Uh, all right. That's great. I love Dash Rendar's uh, Naboo Ranch. Um, Mark, next up, I have got Ludwig von Koopa. Ooh, yes. Of the Koopa Kids. Um, I have to assume that he's into music because he's yeah. named after Beethoven. I, yeah, I would assume. And I he's got I've, that crazy hair. That seems fair. Um, he is styling himself after Beethoven. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, so where does he... I feel like he, this is another like European one. I'm kind of right? imagining, and maybe this is too much, so yeah. definitely tell me if I am off base here. I'm kind of imagining like really like ornate, like the you know palaces of Austria. Like I'm, I'm imagining, mm-hmm. you know, he, he like has seen Amadeus and he wants to live in those sets. I mean, so here... My my thought there, like I really like the like hyper ornate sort of thing. What if he go? What if he has taken over 
the opera house that Wagner built uh, to uh, put on his that feels four very right. opera yeah. ring cycle. So it is a huge space in the mountains yep. where people go for, so there are like lodgings uh, on, on site, but also people are there to watch a four opera opera over the course of like a week and a half. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm imagining that he is not a very good composer. No. But he wants to, but he fancies himself right. very accomplished. And so he, you know, like has toiled yes. over like, you know, this opera. And He's, everyone supports him out of fear of his father. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So what are the three items that must appear in Ludwig von Koopa's opera house? I feel like he needs a big old pipe organ. Definitely needs a big old pipe organ. Oh my god, <laughs> I love it. I wish there was a big old pipe organ in Animal Crossing, and you could like <laughs> choose which wall is eaten up by pipes. Yes, oh, yes, it's so good. Um, I think he needs uh like a bust to have like a white powdered wig uh, that just like uh-huh. rests on it. Yep. Um, so he can pull it out at any time when he wants to go from being composer to conductor because he conducts all these operas you know yeah. he does and i think he needs a like a, a big like stately wooden desk that has an ink and quill oh on yeah the top. yeah that's right for his correspondence yes uh-huh <laughs> uh and again this is another one uh, so those are the three items uh up in the mountains for sure yes right yeah okay mm-hmm. um that is ludwig von koopa's opera house up next i have the happy mask salesman this is a tough one. From Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Um, I debated including him on, on my list, uh, but I did not. Um, Happy Mask Salesman, uh, if, if people remember, are uh, determining the best Zelda NPC. This is the best Zelda NPC. This is where we arrived at the Happy Mask Salesman. Uh, and we arrived there because he is sort of a, uh, or one of the reasons is that he is like a portent of things from other universes. Right. Um, he is a mundane thing that reminds you that magic is real and it's out to hurt you. So where does he go on vacation? And like, what does he want? <laughs> yeah. Like what's the happy mask salesman want? I don't know. Cause he seems malicious and mischievous at the same time. I kind of feel like he is the opposite of professor Egad. Right. And like what he wants is a space where like magic does not exist. Okay, all right. Where he can, whether it is, like, true or not, a space that he can go, and he does not have to worry about the fate of the world right? for just 30 darn seconds. You right. know what I mean? So he just wants to go to a place where magic doesn't exist. Or it's just not his problem. Sure, okay. Or where something else is taking the place of magic, right? His vacation home is in Orlando. Yes. And he's just, it's his, like, theme park junkie. Oh, my gosh, yes. Because I, and I, I, yes, I love this yeah. so much. And I think that the Happy Mask Salesman really is looking for an escape. And so he is the biggest fan of, like, adrenaline stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. Well, so wait, I just want to make sure we're going down the right path um, and that we're making him do, like, theme parks and, like, roller coasters and stuff and not, like, bungee jumping and skydiving. No, I see. No, I... I that all feels I, too I agree real, with right? you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically what I think is, like, um, the world... The Happy Mass Dalesman constantly feels like the world is out of control and crumbling around him. Yes. And so he... And so, yes. Yeah, so he wants escapism. He's right. like, yeah. Uh, he is the world's biggest fan of medieval times. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Because yeah. for like two hours, he can be somebody else. He doesn't somewhere have to, else. Uh-huh. Someone else. It's, yeah. Yep. It, 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 food is brought to him. Yeah. No, I love this. So his vacation home is like at Port Orleans in Disney World. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he is <laughs> okay. A great. Disney Vacation Club member. For sure. Here's something we can propose. Is his vacation home on a Disney cruise? <laughs> Does he own a suite on a Disney cruise? Does he? Because uh, it would be worth it to him. Yeah. To like, yeah, yes, yes. Okay. Well, but do you have access to the the same thrills on a cruise? But is it, I think that is a good question. I guess question. doesn't like, matter. Yeah. The, I think the distinction we have, we need to continue to parse is does he want like the escapism element of it right. where it's like or does he I'm want the tra- thrill or does he want like the thrills see i think that's why like disney world and like orlando in general is the better option because it can sort of be both uh-huh right and like he can go to bush gardens if he needs to to like ride more roller coasters oh my gosh whatever. yeah because i i feel like the happy mass salesman like he needs scream therapy yes like being able to scream <laughs> is such a release to him so he's on tower of terror constantly that's right, right. That's like right. being able to like scream at the top of his lungs right. is what he needs. Okay. So in his home, which will oh uh, so so what is this? This is his uh like um theme park uh rest stop. Like this is where he uh crashes at the end of a long day of walking yeah. around. Yep. Epcot or He's whatever. one of those people who's like because I, I think it's like his place in Orlando is not that nice because he's one of those people he's like I don't need a nice hotel. I'm only there for like six hours a night so right. I can sleep before I can get right. up and I'm at the, the park until they <laughs> kick me out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this is perfect. I love it. I think one of the things that he has that he has to have. So it's like an, it's like an apartment, right? Yeah. And it's in like a sort of tallish building. I think so. Um, I think one of the things that he needs is a uh, pair of binoculars because he always wants to know what's going on. Uh huh. Like. He wants to check on, like, the other people who are, like, uh, renting out Airbnbs in his building and stuff like that. So, pair of binoculars. Yep, pair of binoculars. Um, oh, yeah, he's on Nextdoor all the time. All the time. He's always on Nextdoor. And kind of, he's, uh, he's like, um, he's a lurker there. He doesn't add any information. No, no. Right. Does he have a, I feel like he's got a big Gatorade jug. I don't really know why to, like, how to justify it. Like, one of those big containers constantly full of Gatorade because he understands the importance of like, hydration. We're talking like a um a big container like one that would be on the sidelines of a like a track meet. Yeah, one that you would dump on the coach when you win. Wow, okay. Yeah. I mean cuz I think I think he takes a little bit like the athletic approach to theme park guys. Oh, sure. He goes commando where yeah, he's yeah, like that's right. yeah, I'm there from 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. um till like 1 a.m. Right. And I'm maximizing my fast passes, uh-huh. and yeah, yeah, he knows he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I feel like the other thing that he needs. I mean, I'm imagining this is not like a sweet get up. No, so I'm imagining he has like a twin bed, one twin bed that he sleeps on. Yeah, okay, all yeah. right, yeah. Because no, again, I he's like, like, like I don't need comfort. You know, right. I'm here to crash, and then I am back out there. Right, right. No, I like that, too. He's probably also got, like, a hot plate, right? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, This is great. This is perfect for the Happy Mask I also feel like he has, like, an Orlando Magic jersey. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's probably got a bunch of just, like, Florida stuff. Uh-huh. Just, like, up on the walls. He's a, he doesn't know how to decorate. Yeah. Doesn't want to commit thought to it. Totally. Um, 
And look, I bet that Majora's Mask is up there somewhere. You <laughs> <laughs> can't get away from it. Um, Mark, next up on the list here is Orbulon, the alien from WarioWare. Orbulon's whole deal, again, another cool guy with sunglasses, <laughs> um, doesn't leave his little spaceship, mm-hmm. right? He's always like in a little flying saucer. Um, and his whole thing is uh, traveling the world and collecting um, ancient artifacts for his own collection. So, I wonder if his vacation home is just like a museum. Mm-hmm. You he know? Def- definitely needs a space where he can like display all of his artifacts. Yeah. And maybe it's like the Overflow Museum. Uh, right that like he has he lives in a space that's always like showing off these do you think this may be this may be too extravagant for orbulon but do you think it's like san simeon you know like hearst castle yeah yeah where like it's um he just has all of this stuff and so his house is basically a museum it's like yeah this ceiling is from a 13th century monastery because i could right because i'm an alien with a tractor beam and i can fly around the world at light speed yeah, no, that makes sense to me. Okay, so the the, but I mean, and let's just call it uh, San Simeon because okay. that, that mm-hmm. that's that's fun. Um, uh, what are the three items necessary for Orbulon San, San Simeon? I, I I'll start an enormous Bruce Wayne sized uh dining room table. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like 50 feet long uh-huh. and maybe four feet wide. And no problem for him because he can just like tractor beam That's the right. mashed potatoes That's down right. to him. That's right. Whatever he needs. Mm-hmm. I feel like he has a really, I guess, uh, um, I feel like he has a really ornate, like, um, uh, like Greek style pool. Like oh, if you've okay, ever yeah. been to Hearst Castle, right, there's like the outdoor pool that they shot like films that like scenes from Spartacus at. Yeah. It's all very like um in like a Greek style. Right, right, right. That's and I and I think perfect, it, it yeah. features, you know, like actual marble statues mm-hmm. from like Italy. You right. know, that all he's, stuff that he's stolen. Uh-huh. Right. Uh okay, great. So uh fancy fancy pool, giant dining room table, and a third thing for Orbulon. Do you think it's a screening room where he can watch um, the silent films of his yeah, wife I, I, that I, I, uh, I, he's been financing with all of his stolen? Yes, I artifacts. do think that. <laughs> I like this other side it. that we are seeing of Orbulon here, from the carefree uh, world uh, globe trotting like antiquities collector to the Orson Welles. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is great. Um, Charles and, Foster Orbulon. Yes, I love it. Uh, where is this located? In San Simeon. In San Simeon. Okay, yeah. great. Yep. Um, so very good. Hillside retreat surrounded by land. Uh, up next I have Meta Knight. Oh, now interesting. I also have a Kirby character. Oh. Uh, who is next on my list. But so let's do Meta Knight first. Do you think that this is an instance where, mm, where we in make them Happy roommates? Home Paradise, you can make characters roommates? Do you think this is an instance where we make them roommates? I think they're going to be bad roommates, but let's work it out. I my character is Prince Fluff, who is the player two character from Kirby's Epic Yarn. Okay, I so I'm not fam- I'm not familiar with Prince Fluff. Right, so Prince Fluff is at the beginning of Kirby's Epic Yarn. Kirby is Kirby; he's uh-huh. normal, right? Uh, and then he gets turned into a yarn version of himself, uh, and it enters the it's like Patch World or something like that. Um, and in Patch World, he encounters Prince Fluff who is basically a blue version of Kirby 
but like the made of yarn version of Kirby. Oh, okay. And that's just what Prince Fluff is. He doesn't turn back into not yarn at the end of the game because he's always yarn. Got it. So Prince Fluff is very much like Kirby, um, but he's got like, he's Kirby with like a, a sense of like duty about, you know, Patchworld. Like he protects it and like, uh, you know, he takes on a little bit more. Like Kirby just does these things because he's all powerful and like, who knows what, yeah, motivates what is Kirby's Kirby? motivation? No one knows. But He's like uh, Dr. Manhattan. He is. He is tired of these people. <laughs> he just does it because he has yeah, to. He does it because he has to. Whereas Prince Fluff, he has like uh, a, a sense of obligation to protect the people of, okay. of Patchwork. Interesting. But what I- what are uh, Meta Knight's motivations? Oh, good question. Yeah. I mean, I sort of view Meta Knight as just like a he he's just like kind of cool, right? He's like a a I kind of stoic, like stately. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So initially, it, this sounds like it is all wrong. My first thought was like an odd couple type situation. Okay, but it sounds like um, Prince Fluff is just a little like he's not uh, he's not super relaxed, right? No, yeah, no. Well, I don't really think Meta Knight is no, either. No. Is it possible that Meta Knight is in the employ of Prince Fluff? One is a prince, the other is a knight. Oh, yeah. Yep. So they're sort of like vacationing together as like a professional convenience. Exactly. Like Meta Knight has sworn his loyalty. And so they're on this like trip together. Right. Um, I'm going to pitch something that we, I I think we need to like reason our way to it a little bit. Um, but we haven't done one of these yet. What if it's like a a, a ski cabin? Ooh, a nice uh, chalet. A nice chalet. Again, it's going to be a, a a high, you know, an, an expensive place. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That is like sort of fancy, but like you know, delivering a level of like thrill and exercise that Prince Fluff doesn't normally get lounging around the castle. Okay. And also that is uh, then satisfying to Meta Knight who is a warrior. Right. Um, and therefore could like use the workout. Okay. And can also like throw back a couple at the uh the bar on the hill or whatever. Right. Cause I do think yeah. Meta Knight doesn't strike me as someone who is necessarily into recreation. Mm, interesting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think that I don't think that prevents him from I, I think that's maybe where the uh um fun of the situation comes in because he's put in this situ- where he like normally yeah. wouldn't yeah, go yeah, yeah, yeah. but like what are you gonna do prince fluff wants to go there what are you gonna do and also he can do like the less fun version of skiing if he wants to he can cross country ski right that is totally what it is because he's like oh yeah it's all about cardio yeah that's right like that's why this I'm is doing great it. cardio yeah it's like this isn't sport this is a workout yeah that's right yeah that's right okay so the three items that are necessary for prince fluff and meta knight's ski chalet are as follows. I'm just going to jump in right here. Uh, fondue set. Yep. They yep. are having some fondue. They're having some fondue. Chalet. They are, I feel like they for sure have matching sweaters. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. I'm guessing maybe like uh, Poochie got it for him or something like that. Sure. Um, it is weird to picture... Kirby characters wearing clothes. It is. Also, Prince Fluff is made of yarn. Yeah. Okay. And he's wearing a sweater. I think that's cute. Presumably also made of yarn. <laughs> Wool, probably. And, and Meta Knight's probably has a cape. Yeah. So it's yeah. a sweater cape. Classic sweater Ooh, cape situation. I love a sweater cape. Um, 
Okay, so uh, there's a fondue set. There's matching sweaters. Is there a hot tub? I think there is a hot tub. There's a hot tub. Yeah. Uh, and again, above ground, like sort of classic, like 1980s hot tub. Totally. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Perfect. Um, okay, Mark. So we sort of just teamed up on that one. Do you want me to go next? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, next up, I have the Arcade Bunny from Nintendo Badge Arcade. Very good. Yes. Uh, I was wondering how long it was going to be before the Arcade Bunny came up. He, of course, is the sort of carnival barker who walks you through Nintendo Badge Arcade, which is a 3DS, like, free-to-start um, sort of uh, crane game where you get, like, badges and stuff to use in your themes on your on your 3DS. And I, I feel like that's a good way into his vacation home, um, which I think might be an RV. You think it's an RV? I think maybe because I'm like, he probably travels a lot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he like brings his own vacation home. It's okay, more yeah. about the location for him, you know? Sure. Okay. So where does he set up his RV for? Is this uh, a, a, a case of him going out into like the middle of the desert? I think it is because I think, you know, like the noise of, yeah. you know, his daily job and all that kind of stuff. Like, right. I think, I mean, I feel like a, a lot of these characters, what they're, you know, we have seen, they're kind of looking for that, like, respite, that solitude. Right. And I think, uh, I think for sure the uh, Nintendo Arcade Bunny's, Arcade Bunny yeah. He's going out to Joshua that. Tree or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. In, in an RV. Okay. So what three things go in Arcade Bunny's desert? RV retreat. I think a watercolor set. Okay, you think he's like he's into paint? Well, I guess it's just the sort of thing where like he's going to commune with nature in one way or another. Do you think substances are involved here? Do I, you think? I I, I, I think do. he probably does. I think yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and he just paints what he sees. Uh huh. And sometimes that's the desert, and sometimes that's the weird lights flickering around behind his eyes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. So watercolor set is great. Uh, I I feel like the bunny's a big deadhead. Sure. Okay. So do we want to give him like a a, a nice sound system or just like a a simple record player? I think it's probably a simple record player. Sure. Yeah. I'm picturing a little bit of, it's going to be nicer than this, but a little bit of uh, in Kill Bill 2 um, (laughs) when she visits Bud's RV. Yeah. uh uh, And he puts on like that Johnny Cash song on on the record player. Good headphones though, but simple record player. Great headphones. They've got that like spiral to the cord. Uh You know what I mean? Like those old phones. Um, and then the third thing that the bunny here's what it is. It is uh a collect a long box of uh 1970s Jack Kirby comics. Mm, so mm-hmm. it's all of the like the new gods and it's all of the eternals. It's it's ag- agnostic, you know, uh publisher agnostic, everything Jack Kirby has ever written. Yeah. Because yeah. he loves like the vibrant colors, mm-hmm. the kind of like psychedelic artwork. That's right. Yeah, and he's just gonna like get into it. I like that we have painted the uh arcade bunny as just like a huge stoner. <laughs> <laughs> My next pick is Princess Daisy. Ooh. And so the reason I picked this one is because I feel like Princess Daisy is um uh if Princess Peach is the one who lives in the palace, you know, uh Princess Daisy I think is more like Princess Diana, like she's a little on the outside. She's the people's she princess. Doesn't, yeah, she doesn't yeah. she doesn't like fit in with the rest of uh Mushroom Kingdom royalty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is right. She's not one for protocols, no. You know? No, 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 no. Um so then where does she's got to go somewhere like strange on vacation, right? 
I'm almost picturing that she is one of those, uh, like she's going to be on that. What was the name of the show? Uh, Alone, where they like abandon people in like the Arctic, oh. uh, and like they have to like make their own shelter uh, and like keep themselves alive for as many days as they can. I feel like that's what Daisy's gonna do. <laughs> um, that it's it's uh, it is again about being like the people's uh, champion, right? The people's princess, as uh-huh. it were, um, and just like prove her medal as like a survival expert. <laughs> Which is what the people of Mushroom Kingdom respect. Look, they're all big fans of Alone. Uh (laughs) Uh, And so they can't wait to see their favorite princess be a contestant on the show. This is all adding up to me. (laughs) It just makes complete sense. So uh, I I agree. I think uh, where's, what is the most remote low? I mean, she's probably on like an ice flow, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, these are going to be, uh, sort of basic survival things. She has a generator. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's um, fun. she has a. Uh... Does she have like a a, a, a flamethrower a... in case in case there's an it out there? Yeah, gotta have a flamethrower in case there's an it out there. Uh, maybe one of those like a uh, gas powered augers so she can drill through the ice. And oh fish. yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's all like hardcore equipment. Yeah. To survive in this world where there are it's about. Um, no, no, not it's the no, things. things. Things, not it's, not, not it's, it's not things. it's. Yeah, <laughs> not Pennywise's. <laughs> Unimportant distinction. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, that's good, Mark. I've got one more. Okay. Um, and uh, do do you have more? Or are you are we through your list? I have one more after. This. Okay. Um, so my final uh uh, uh person for whom we are designing a, a vacation home, Ayumi Tachibana from Famicom Detective Club. This is, of course, she is your sidekick in the first game. In the second game, which is the prequel, you are solving her best friend's murder. Um, and she is the she's the one of the two characters that started a detective club for which the series is named. Where does Ayumi go on vacation? I feel like Ayumi goes to, like... Paris or something like that. Yeah. And she has it together. Like she has an itinerary. She has yep. a plan of like stuff yep. she wants to do. Like she she's very organized. She's really like she has it together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that one hundred percent. And is doing something like you said Paris, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, great, great. Uh I, I love it. Cause that's another like sort of metropolitan space uh that is like sort of consistent with where we see her and with like the sort of like speech she's not gonna be content with like a quiet getaway or anything so. like that. Yeah. And also I th- I don't think she would appreciate the artificial thrills of uh like going to Orlando. No. Like we were talking about. I don't think characters. she owns a TV. Wow. Yeah. I don't think she does. Okay, so is this another like cute apartment? kind of place i i think it is but it is um uh because it's like to facilitate her vacation yeah i think it is very like vacation focused like there's probably you know like rick steve's your guide to europe like on the bookshelf Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean yeah where it's just like what do i need to have the most efficient vacation possible yes yes I, i i agree with that um all right then what are the items that are present in uh, Ayumi's vacation uh, headquarters. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I'm stuck on the Paris thing, I'm going to say that there is a 
uh, Japanese to French dictionary mm-hmm. that she, because she has studied French and is very good at it, but also knows that there are like gaps in her right. vocabulary. Right. Also, she exists in a like, in like 1987 perpetually, right? Right. <laughs> okay. So this is, she's doing this in the past. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Great. Um, I like that a lot. Uh, I think there's a bicycle there. There's yeah. like a really stylish street bike, um, mm-hmm. like for use on the little basket city's... in front. Oh yeah, of course. And it's always got a grocery bag with uh, like the greens and like a giant baguette sticking out of it. Oh my gosh. And she has just like a closet full of the most stylish cardigans. I yes yes oh my gosh this is a great one in like a variety of colors can we go to this one <laughs> um and as we said it's located uh in the city of Paris so it is uh just very cool and on like a a quiet like side street mm-hmm. yep um Mark for your final Rusty from Rusty's Real I Deal knew we baseball. were gonna get there <laughs> knew we were gonna get there Rusty from Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. The washed-up bass player of a baseball player uh, of a dog who he has a family, right? He has kids. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't think he has a wife. I think that's part of the what you're trying to like. You're trying to set him up. No, you're not trying to set him up, but you're trying to. Um, I think his wife left him. Yeah, yeah. It's real sad. I think. Yeah, it's real like, sad. Anyways, I think what he needs is a space where he can take. Like the family, and yeah. they can have a good time. Yeah. Well, so is this the cruise? Yes. Okay. So, or, or if not a cruise, maybe it's like a boat, like a, a, a big boat that they can all operate together. Oh, uh-huh. And like sail themselves yeah, it's around a house the world. Boat. It's a houseboat. It's a houseboat. But it's like a seafaring houseboat. Uh-huh. It's not like one that you can only like take out in the sound and then like bring back. Yeah. Like yeah. it's one that you can sail around the world. Uh huh. Um, not that they do that because they don't have the skills. They don't have the skills, but like, you know, they will, they'll go down the coast. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. And then, you know, stop every like four or five hours. It's a good time. It's, it's a great time. And they're bonding together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a day or two into the trip, they're like, who even remembers mom? Who remembers why she left? <laughs> so what I think they have for sure is a cabinet yeah. that is full of board games. And some of the pieces yes. are missing and like mm-hmm. the, the lids on the boxes are like ripped. You know, and like bent, right? But they're they're well used, they're well loved. Yeah, and I think there are probably even some of the like old uh, Nintendo uh, like physical sure, goods. Sure, yeah, I, including the like baseball pitch. That was is it called the Super Machine? What is it called? The the thing that actually like pitched baseball? I can't remember, but it's, that it's something is like that. To have. Um, but yeah, that so that's that's the like board game closet. Like that's that's all there. Um, that's very good. I think there is also a small. I want to say. Eight-inch TV slash VCR combo, uh-huh. um, so that they can, you know, watch, uh, you know, the the tapes that they've taped off a TV of only 1980s Steven Spielberg movies, mm-hmm. right? So they've maybe even early 90s too, um, and uh, the uh, late 70s. Well, they got Jaws. They don't put it on a lot because <laughs> they're on a boat. Uh-huh. Um, but definitely ET has gotten a lot of play on that thing. Um, Hook is probably a family favorite. Hook for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Third item. Let's see. I feel like they've got like do, boogie boards. Yeah, I was gonna say, do they like do they water ski in this? But I think the boogie boards are probably right. That it's other. Yeah, I, I think boogie board is probably the way to go. Um, what do we call this? Uh, just family. A houseboat? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like Rusty's real deal family houseboat. Rusty's real deal family houseboat. Uh, Mark, we've done it. We have come up with 20 of the perfect vacation homes for Nintendo weirdos. Let's close this out. Um, if you have a Nintendo weirdo that you think would be fun to design a vacation home for in the style of Happy Home Paradise, let us know. Email us at Society at gmail.com. Or if we misread someone, which is possible, but I think we nailed it. Daisy is definitely going to the Arctic. <laughs> She's a big fan of Alone. She's a, yeah. The Mushroom Kingdom. Alone is She's their favorite give show. Give the people what they, what they want. That's how you show their mm-hmm. your love for the people. That's right. Is go to the Arctic. That's going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Remember, please rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts. If you like the episode, share it on Facebook or Twitter, wherever you share stuff. It helps us out a bunch when you do, and we appreciate it. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell, and the show is at Nincart Society. We also have a Facebook page, which is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is, is provided by 8 You can get more of his music by going to 8 or by listening right now. From my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers saying thank you for listening. I'm Brian Husky. I'm bald. And I'm Charlie Sanders, and I'm also bald. And we host Bald Talk on the Campfire Media Network. Bald Talk is the podcast where two bald comedians talk to anyone bald about being bald. But this show isn't just for baldies, Brian. Harrow's will love it, too. Bald Talk gets into vulnerability, vanity, insecurity, and self-acceptance, reminding us that we all have our respective bald spots. Not that bald spots are a bad thing. No way. I mean, my entire head is one big bald spot. It is one huge, beautiful bald spot, Charlie. Get Bald Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, I I have like a little bit of hair, but not like you. Like you're really bald. I'm truly bald. Great. I mean, it's I'm great. I'm balder than it. you. You are balder than me. Only on Bald Talk. Campfire. <laughs>